Hey, it's Ken Pierpont, and it's time again for stories from Bittersweet Farm. I have a story today. I call it Trail Hike. It's, it is chapter 39 from my first book, Sunset on Summer, Trail Hike. A trail hike was the perfect order of the day. The boys were excited about the idea. It would be a good workout. It would be good to be together. We planned to leave immediately after lunch. I noticed that Daniel, who will be 10 in November, and Wes, who will be 7 in December, scrambled for their gear. They had spent the morning poring over outdoor outfitter catalogs, looking at sophisticated equipment that would be sufficient to thru-hike the Appalachian Trail. I thought back over the years to the hours I spent with my official Boy Scout handbook. And I was disgusted to remember that I spent more time reading about nature than I actually spent experiencing it. And that's when I said, guys, let's just use the day packs we have and take a nice hike this afternoon. They say the smallest deed is better than the grandest intention. The boys heartily agreed. Immediately after dinner, we made for the trailhead. Chuck joined us and led the expedition. He carried no pack. The little guys fell in on the trail ahead of me with their full day packs, slouch hats complete with hand-tied flies hooked into the band, Nalgene bottles filled with water. Hydration is a life-and-death issue when you forge into the wild like this. They soon found walking sticks. I laughed as I watched Wes lurching along the trail ahead of me, struggling with his gear. The fully loaded Nalgene bottle dangling from a loop on his pack had to equal a quarter of his total body weight and reached nearly to the ground. He shuffled along behind his brothers, careful not to drop behind. Not a syllable of complaint escaped his lips. We hiked up some steep banks through pine woods and across a meadow overlooking a pond. We climbed to the crest of a hill up an earthen stairway built into the hillside. And finally, I asked Wes if I could carry his pack for a while. He smiled and he quietly handed the thing to me. I noticed the compass hanging on a loop and a carabiner. The compass, I suppose, so he wouldn't stray from the trail and find ourselves at the mercy of the elements, the carabiner would be useful if in our Herculean struggle for survival, we had to scale a steep ascent and wanted to lash ourselves together for safety. The guys hiked quietly, trying to leave no trace, and the air was sweet with the scent of autumn. Goldenrod nodded yellow along the trail. Here and there, a maple showed its color in places, falling leaves streamed across the footpath overhead. Crows called out our location, giving us away. We crossed the footbridge over a stream that ran among small boulders. At one point, we came to the edge of the wood, overlooking acres of corn ripening in an undulating field. In the center of the field sat a pleasant farmhouse, a barn and silo. I kept Wes's pack. And I finally asked him, what's in the pack, Wes? A calculator, he said. I thought I'd misunderstood him. I thought maybe trail mix, apples, maybe some beef jerky would be good things to put in a pack. On a hike like this, maybe he packed a field guide or field glasses or the writings of Thoreau or the poems of Robert Frost or of the other nature poets. Any of these would have made sense, but Wes said, a calculator, 
After forcing the boy to repeat himself as if he were shouting over the roar of a jet engine or the din of a factory or the rush of whitewater, I finally said, oh, a calculator? What else did you put in here, Wes? That's all he said. Well, it's kind of heavy, buddy. Did you put books in here too? No, just a calculator, he said. He insisted the only thing in the pack contained was a calculator. And then he hit me what he meant by calculator. He was talking about the huge desktop adding machine that had been underfoot at home for the last few weeks. It was complete with a grounded power cord and a roll of paper. I was trekking the wide outdoors with an adding machine in my backpack. Great, I thought. If we find a handy power outlet, I can stop and add up how many wild animals we scared off thundering through the woods, hunched over like Piltdown, man, with an adding machine in our backpack. Why did you put an adding machine in the backpack, Wes? He said, I just wanted to have something in the pack. Kids are fun. They're full of surprises. I chuckle within every time I think of it, and I'm reminded what a priceless thing it is to have a little boy to hike with. It's better to live than waste your precious life watching other people pretend to live on television. There are people out there who want your love, and it's good to be alive. Get out, do something with the family, spend some time with the people you love while you still can. Visit, ride bikes, stroll the beach, walk the dog, visit an orchard, get some pictures, go for coffee and pie, walk the beach, go to church. If you can't think of anything better to do, throw an adding machine in a backpack and head off into the wild. Well, as you can imagine, that's a favorite story of mine written quite a few years ago now. Wes is a grown man with a little baby girl, wife and a little baby girl, and another baby on the way. And he's a plumber and he lives in the state of Texas. Last night I was out on a bike ride when he called and I turned on the FaceTime. I was out by a lake and we had a good long talk. He's a grown up man, lives many states away now. And I cherish the memory of those times that we spent together, even if we did have an adding machine in the backpack. That's the story from out on Bittersweet Farm today, where every day is a beautiful day and the little light in the kitchen is always on.